around your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show, September the 11th. Trent Connor, myself with you for the next couple of hours as we talk sports with you. Uh, Zuba Mahente scheduled to join us on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. A couple of locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, and then 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. If you're new to the area or if you're looking for a new dentist or... Whatever the case may be, um, Dr. Stephen Fuller, couple of locations, Fuller Family Dentistry sponsors the hotline. Zuma Mahente is our only guest in the first hour, not the case in hour number two. Mitch Sherman from ESPN.com is going to lead things off. We'll bounce around college football with Mitch. I believe he was at the, well, I'm not sure where he was at, but we'll find out from Mitch uh, where he spent the week last weekend. Uh, Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. I know where he was. He was at U.S. Bank Stadium watching the San Francisco 49ers and the Minnesota Vikings. We'll talk Vikings with our buddy Tim Yotter and then Hawkeye Swarm with Dr. Fuller before we get out of here at uh, 2 o'clock. Jimmy B and TC get you home. It's an abbreviated show today for those guys as the Hawkeye huddle slides on in from 5 until 6. Always a um, kind of a not depressing day, just a, just a different day today, don't you think? Nine eleven. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, makes you reflect. It does. I'm glad it does. Even 17 years later, right? Which is, I mean, almost unthinkable. Mm-hmm. That really, that is. 17 years ago. So fast, right? Yeah, that uh, just life keeps on going mm-hmm. by. But yeah, remembering that day and certainly the impact that it made to obviously the individuals involved. But I mean, us here in Iowa it changed our lives, Trent, in so many different ways. It did. No longer being able to. Meet your passengers at the gate. Remember that? You used to be able to walk right to the gate at airports and uh, or used to be able to, um, you know, whatever. So many things have changed. Well, uh, you remember that day because you were on the air. I was in class I that was. day at you and I, so yep. I don't have the radio angle that you do. So take us back to that day 17 years ago. Gotcha. Yeah, I, 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 thank you for, um, because I I'd seemingly, uh, every September 11th, look, I'll never forget it, right? Um, it was Bob Dyer, uh, Rick Silvestrini, and myself, we were at the jock, uh, 107.1, and I think, no, I, I know, it was still, it was being simulcast on all oh, the FM and Ames, 96-something, 96.1 is it, 96.3? It was a it was a big signal in names, and obviously it was a the jock was a fifty thousand FM blowtorch. We went to break, and I think like five minutes before the top of the hour. And as soon as we seemingly as soon as we went to break, our phone lines lit up, um, alerting us to the you know the the news that a plane had just hit the first tower. And I think it hit the first tower at about 45 minutes before the hour. So I don't know, you know, about 55 when we went to break anyways, is when we first heard about it for the first time. And we had a television in the in the studio. We flipped it on to CNN uh, as we were a CNN affiliate, meaning, you know, when you get your news, that's who we had. We had CNN. Um, it was our as our affiliate. I don't know why, but uh, whatever. Um and then so we kept it on in the studio. We're actually on the air and, and saw the pictures of the second plane uh, hitting the World Trade Center. Mm. And I remember Dyer and I talking about it. And 
it wasn't very long after that that we decided that, you know, the last thing anybody wants to do is talk about sports while the country is coming under attack. So Bob, who was the general manager at the time, the bank was the bank had taken over ownership because it was in bankruptcy and it was being run until they could find somebody to purchase the stations. So we knew it wasn't we weren't there for you know, a long time after that. Something was going to be done, whether they were going to keep it sports. As we found out, it would be bought by a religious station. And to this day, I believe that's the format that, that that plays there. But we put this our microphone up to the TV because we didn't have the ability to put the audio through the you know, whatever that called, Freddie, the board. Yes. Um, and we thought the last the last thing we want to do is talk sports, right? Sports is an escape, but this is something that was just different. So Bob decided to put the microphones up to the CNN broadcast, and we left on Tuesday and didn't come back until Friday. We just kept the wow. mic all the shows, Dace's show, uh, the morning show. We were just off. There was no sports for, mm-hmm. and and there shouldn't have been Wednesday, Thursday. We came back on the air Friday morning, right or wrong, came back on the air Friday morning. Um, but, yeah, who will ever forget it, right? And then to this day, I mean, I get people all the time yeah. that found out about it from from listening to me. And I know that, you know, if you've listened to me for 17 years, I've probably told this story now 17 straight years. Sure. And I apologize for that. But, I'll, look, I, I don't remember the 23 years. I remember of the shows I've done in that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a couple of things that stand out for various reasons. This was entirely different from any of those reasons. Yeah, right? This was just, I mean, I'll never forget. I, I know I've told you the story and I've said it on air as I was in class that day before they canceled class, I mean, less than a half hour later. Had my first Classes class. all throughout you yes. and I? Yeah, right. Yeah. Shut it down and I don't think we had class maybe until the following week. I can't remember mm-hmm. that exactly. But I was in my humanities class. Two freshman girls sitting right next to me lived in the dorms. Mm-hmm. I lived off campus and... Uh, well, two of the dorms are called the towers, the two tall ones. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls goes, "Do you think they're coming after our towers next?" Mm-hmm. Well, the fear was—I mean, probably not. Oh, right, right. But I, if I you don't live, think Cedar Falls was on the hit list, yeah, I don't but, think so either. But, but if you live along uh, Lakeshore Drive in Chicago, yes. you know some of the big cities, mm-hmm. you, you had to fear those things. So, uh, just a different day, September 11th, and I'm glad that it is. I'm glad I still have these feelings. Um, you know, 17 years later. To the sports realm with it, and, of course, we remember the World Series that year. Oh, the first pitch. George right. W. Oh, my God. Stripe in the Goosebumps. On the local angle, the Iowa State game was yep. moved to the end of the season. Right, November. Did and you it was like a real, that? Yes, I did. Um, and it was a real nice day in November that the game was, was played, too, yeah. uh, in Ames. Yes, I, it was, A, it was the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. B, the circumstances, obviously, you wanted you never want the game to be played there again because of that. But mm-hmm. they moved it. Yeah, they had to move it. They had to move it. I don't think everybody was ready for football because baseball didn't come back until the following week, right? Monday, I think I it was Monday. Yeah. And I'll never forget, and you know, if I was thinking, I would have asked you to doubt, Jack Buck's poem. I don't remember Oh, that. it's phenomenal. Should we be? Oh, it's it's tremendous. You know, see if you can Google Jack Buck's nine eleven poem. He the Cardinals were at home, and I'm assuming we were the Cardinal affiliate at the time. And he was actually on the pitcher's mound or in the infield at some. Do you have it played? It's just phenomenal.
I don't know, I don't know about you, but as for me, the question has already been answered. Should we be here? Yes. Should we show others how to demonstrate our resolve? Yes, and we shall do it here this evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to baseball. Welcome back to Bush Stadium. To all of the fans tuning in around the country, welcome to St. Louis. The Cardinals and the Milwaukee Brewers and all of baseball welcome you back to Bush Stadium and this special evening in memory of those who lost their lives in New York, Washington, and Pennsylvania. And in honor of the heroic rescue workers and the pride that we have in our country, which we shall show you here this evening. Making their way towards the second base area are the color guards representing the American Legion, the St. Louis City and County Police Departments, the St. Louis Fire Department, and fire departments from around our area. So see if you can find it. Fast forward to yeah. the actually win. Because Jack Buck was a poet. Did you know that about him? I didn't know. No clue. This, of course, for those, if you're a young listener, uh, this is Joe Buck's father, who was the voice of the St. Louis Cardinals. Since this nation was founded under God more than 200 years ago, we have been the bastion of freedom, the light that keeps the free world aglow. We do not covet the possessions of others. We are blessed with the bounty we share. We have rushed to help other nations, anything, anytime, anywhere. War is just not our nature. We won't start, but we will end the fight. If we are involved, we shall be resolved to protect what we know is right. We have been challenged by a cowardly foe who strikes and then hides from our view. With one voice we say, we have no choice today. There is only one thing to do. Everyone is saying the same thing and praying that we end these senseless moments we are living. As our fathers did before, we shall win this unwanted war and our children will enjoy the future we'll be giving. Incredible. Isn't that good? Wow. Yeah, Jack Buck's really, really good. I'll never forget that. Uh, We will uh, get back into sports. Um, It's an awkward segue, Trent. Mm -hmm. It really is every time we try to do it, right? Uh, Zuba Mehente coming up here in just a few minutes. Uh, there is the the hurricane that is about to strike the East Coast is causing a whole bunch of cancellations as far as college football, which may be a silver lining to um, Iowa State, amongst other schools who are trying to fill the uh, an open date. I got to be honest with you, Trent. I, I, I'm all for transparency. Mm-hmm. I think it's wonderful. If Jamie Pollard 
decided not to tell us the Drake story last night. I don't think anybody would have criticized him had it have come out. And maybe he needed to get out in front for fear that, you know, Brian Harden at Drake or someone from Drake's side would spill the beans that Iowa State came calling and tried to um, uh, schedule a game amongst the zero scholarship Pioneer League Drake Bulldogs football team on December the 1st. I know you need to win, but come on. Find somebody with a pulse. The three waivers that were put in. First, to play Drake. This isn't North Dakota State, South Dakota State, who they lost, UNI. This isn't even Savannah State, who's terrible. Mm -hmm. At least it's a scholarship program. At least you get scholarships. This is a non-scholarship program. You want to keep it in-state, okay, but come on. Then another waiver to be eligible at five and six. Mm -hmm. Come on. The final one that makes the most sense is trying to get an FCS team that actually has scholarships right. to be able to play a 12 I've team. actually got one more waiver. Oh. Yes. Which is? Well, if they can't get somebody to play, and one of the big perks about being bowl eligible is what? The 15 practices right. in December. Yeah. Would the NCAA grant a waiver to have, if, if Iowa State is a five-win team on the outside looking in, would they grant teams that win five games this year because of Mother Nature preventing them from playing uh, those, that number of games, would they allow football to continue to practice? Ah. Not necessarily the seniors because they don't have another game. Right. But the underclassmen, why wouldn't the NCAA f for this year only mm -hmm. allow these schools in those circumstances to continue to practice up until bowl season. Well, we've seen the NCAA make some right decisions. That would be a right decision. I think so, too, right? This Simple one seems enough. so easy. Yep. I, I want to know why they stopped at three. I mean, if I can sit here and mm -hmm. come up with this, come on. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at the Drake thing. It's embarrassing yeah. that it got out there. It's embarrassing. This was their first choice. Jimmy Drake. Pollard did not have to tell us unless he figured that, you know, that it was going to get out sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're Open records request. Maybe, yeah, that yeah. could have been. But we're trying. We're doing all we can. And the fan base would have lapped it up. Mm -hmm. I mean, they trust this guy like none other, right? Right. Um, yeah, but playing Trey, come on. And that's the first choice? They lost their game with William Jewell. Oh, did they? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. And that's why I think that was on the table, because Drake also lost their first game. Oh, they lost, They had a I thought yes. you meant they played and, and lost No, 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 no. Okay. No, they lost, I see what you mean. Yes. They did not play their game, so they had a hole in the schedule. Mm -hmm. You're right. Finding out. The best solution, the best solution is to play Nebraska. And do so in where, Trent? Because I've got a theory. Play in Kansas City. Or Minneapolis. Oh, the Vikings are I on the thought of the Vikings one. are on the road. It's a oh. short trip up I thirty five. The folks yes. from I know both schools want a home game, right? Yes. I get that. U.S. Bank Stadium seats what? Let's say seventy. Yes. So each team gets thirty five thousand tickets. Here's the here's the I think the the main nugget in this. Nebraska's the home team. Why would they be the home team? The Big Ten Network could broadcast ah. this game. Big Ten Network doesn't have any football that weekend. They're done. So we don't get Cyclones.tv for this. No, it's the Big Ten Network. Big T BTN. They can play it Friday night. I think it would go up against the Pac-12 championship mm -hmm. or maybe the – I think the MAC and the Pac-12 that night. Right. Or early championship Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Again, BTN's got nothing. Right. Just pregame for the championship game. That's that, it. That's all that they would have, and that's a night game. And if you – 
kick it off early. Do a 10 o'clock kick. Do it at 10 o'clock. Get, get a jump on, because what, the American always plays it, I think, early. 11 now. Yeah, yeah. You get, get a jump on things. Mm-hmm. Play it at 10 a.m. Play it at 10. The weather's not going to be a factor. No. It's no. inside. It was, the hotels will be packed. You're now, the only, the only fly in the ointment, and I'm guessing a, a, a check from whoever would write the check would make all this go away. I think the Minnesota... Football championships, I know they last ah, longer yes, than, they, than do. they do here in the state of Iowa. But if you have to inconvenience a 1A school, a Minnesota state school, for the and the coffers are getting filled with the Minnesota High School Athletic Association, I think they uh, yes. they, they would acquiesce. It's we'll a great take a idea. break. It doesn't make sense. Yes, I love. I like it more in Kansas City. Oh, it's, it'd, be, yeah. it'd be. And who doesn't want to see Nebraska and Iowa State play yes. again? Yes, yes. Uh, we'll come back. We will talk to Zuba Mahente. He's next as Trent and I take you until 2 on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Nigan with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Nigan can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Nigan. Hello everybody, I'm Charles Esten. And when my daughter Addie was diagnosed with leukemia, it was the darkest day of our lives. But the Leukemia Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings light to that darkness. Light the Night walks are magical events of hope and illumination where thousands of patients, family, friends, and co-workers come together to raise money for the battle against blood cancers. My Addie is a survivor. Won't you join my grateful family and so many others in bringing light to the darkness of cancer at a Light the Night walk near you? Please visit LightTheNight.org. The Light the Night walk is Sunday, September the 30th at Principal Park. Registration starts at 530. The walk begins at 730. For more information, go to LLS.org backslash Iowa. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Nothing is more important than your health and your connection with friends and family, and going for a walk is a great way to boost them both. On October 3rd, we invite you to join Iowans across the state for 30 minutes of walking and connecting with friends, family, and colleagues. But you don't have to wait until October. Go for an after-dinner walk with neighbors. Take a lunchtime stroll. Walk the kids to school. Then, on October 3rd, join fellow Iowans and get your walk on for 30 minutes. Walk more. Connect more. The Healthiest State Walk is presented by Delta Dental of Iowa. Oh, bud, I heard these guys live once. How was it? It was way more like this! This is awesome! Give them a concert experience they'll never forget. And save on the ticket. Buy two boxes of participating Big G cereals, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Honey Nut Cheerios, or Lucky Charms, for a $10 Ticketmaster ticket cash code. Hey, how about tickets to the game Sunday? Seriously? Must be 13 years or older. Redeem Impact Code by 1027-18. Exclusions apply. Visit Ticketmaster.com slash General Mills Cereal for full terms and conditions. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org slash walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. 
This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back, Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor, myself with you until 2 o'clock. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com. And uh, then the Hawkeye Swarm. Let's get Zubin Mahente in here. ESPN, of course, Sports Center for Zubin. Zubin, Trent, and Ken, how are you? Still marveling at Aaron Rodgers. How about you? Yeah, wasn't that something? My God, that you was You had amazing. to bring that up, didn't you? <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, was Sorry, that, Trent. <laughs> Want to talk about the Indians, too? Let's talk about the Indians. Uh, was that your biggest takeaway from uh, week number one? I mean, just a remarkable, remarkable finish. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think what the Jets did last night was eye-opening, too. Mm-hmm. I think as more I watched that, the more I think it might have been the quality of the competition. I saw somebody, I think I saw... Um, who was it? Was it Andrew Siciliano? It was somebody that tweeted something to the effect of uh, the Lions rebuilding since 1957. So oh I'm not exactly sure what I think about the Jets, but after that very first pass, and the notion that Favre had a pick six, Jameis yeah. had a pick six on his first pass, uh, he joined that club, quote-unquote, quote but I thought, thought he looked spectacular afterwards. And honestly, that is the guy the Jets have been looking forward to, and Gettleman better hope that uh, Darnold doesn't turn into that type of player people think, that Saquon pick is going to haunt them for a while, I think. Yeah, you know, and the other thing that Zubin come out of the weekend is the um, the fact that the, the seven new coaches, none of them 
found the win column in week number one. Zero and seven for the new coaches. I, I, you know, going into the season, I wouldn't have thought that that would be the case, but here we are. Yeah, I mean, Nagy certainly probably should have made that one and six. You kind of felt like last night in the first half, the Raiders just kind of gave everything they have and came out of House of Fire, but then everything kind of reverted to the mean there in the second half. That is surprising, but then you look at it and say, you know, if Reich had a healthy, healthy Andrew Luck, things mm-hmm. may have been a little bit different. I think people kind of thought that Shermer's got a good offensive mind and having Saquon's great and having OBJ is great, but when you have Eli throwing to those two guys, uh, people were kind of afraid that would be the case. So I think if you look at it a little bit closer, people might have been a little bit surprised because 0-7 is pretty stark. But then you sort of look at the individual situation, you know, with Patricia and being a defensive coach and then suddenly having to try to go point for point for a team that's put 48 on the board. It is a little bit surprising for sure because that is a big number. But if you go game by game and look at it, it becomes less and less surprising. The Patriots signed Corey Coleman. A guy that has talent. We and released Riley McCarron. Did you see that? And yes, yeah. and released the former Hawkeye and Riley McCarron. Corey Coleman, do you uh, do you expect a renaissance here? Wide receiver outside of Randy Moss uh, hasn't been exactly a strong point hmm. for the Patriots throughout the years. I think Corey Coleman had a disservice done to him when he was chosen so high because I don't think any other team in the league would have done that. Now I'm not saying that John Dorsey would have done it when he's running the Browns, but. You know, this was more of a Sashi Brown, Paul D. Podesta, Moneyball, fits some things into a computer. Corey Coleman looks really fast. He looks really explosive. He was great in college. And I don't think that this is indicative of his skill set. I think people are really down on what happened with the Browns, what happened when he was shuttled off to various other teams and obviously landing today. Uh, I know he was traded, obviously, over the summer, and people were hoping for a renaissance there and now again. I just think he's one of those guys that probably should have been picked around, if not two rounds lower than he was. When you pick somebody that high, um, it's almost not their fault. It's almost one of those things where um, people are expecting unreasonable things when when probably at the outset um, people should have been tamping down their expectations. So I think the Browns did themselves a disservice, which they've traditionally done with their first-round picks over the years, but also did this guy a disservice because if he was picked, I believe, by the other 31 teams, they would not have been picked that high, and then the expectations would have been a lot lower, and I think his career could have been off to a much more of a modified start. So I have no idea if this guy can stick and stay, but I just think when you're picked that high by an organization – Uh, that clearly doesn't have the leadership that had been in place when they drafted Corey Coleman, Um, I think things would be different. So for me, I think he's a talented player. I enjoyed watching him in college. I see what the Browns saw, tremendous speed. Could have been a system guy. A lot of guys that come out of there are system guys, Mm -hmm. whether it's the quarterback or whether it's a pass catcher. But I also think that if you looked at him and said, if this guy was a third-round pick, we'd be willing to give him a lot more patience. But when you're a first-round pick and you tend to bounce like this, people tend to give up on you. Real quick. I think it's more on the Browns than it is on Corey Coleman. But then again, it's this guy's career, so he's got to validate that pick. Uh, your takeaway from uh, Week 2 college football was what, Zubin? I think the Week 2 takeaway for me is right now, I'm not sure Alabama has a weakness. You know, I stood there and watched that most of that game. I actually checked in on some of the Seahawks games uh, as well. It was an odd 5 o'clock start for us, yeah. so it was kind of the East Coast. It was sort of like, where do I dip into this game? I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. Um but you really look at it and you just say, I think that one thing you really have to take a look at with Alabama 
is the fact that Nick has really played this Jalen Hurts thing really well. Because I think a lot of people are like, what's going on, the hemming and the hawing. But if you take a look at what's going on in Nebraska, and you take a look at the situation with Martinez, it doesn't look like it's going to be as bad. But when he announced Martinez was the starter and Gebby had transferred, and then they had to throw basically a walk-on in for that final moment, Nick knows, I think, that when you play in the SEC, and I think Scott's going to find, Scott obviously knows that when you play in the Big Ten, you're going to need some depth at the quarterback position. And I don't blame Gebbia. I think if he's very high on Martinez and what we saw from week number two or his first game shows that he certainly should be. Um, but you're probably going to need a second quarterback to get through the season. And I think when you look at Alabama, I think Saban, for everything that everyone said about, well, you know, clearly two has outplayed him and Jalen will come in in packages. I think deep down Nick knows that at some point they're going to need Jalen throughout the way. What's going to be a brutal SEC schedule. Maybe not brutal for them, but brutal in terms of physicality and toughness. So he's basically played this situation very, very well to make sure he can get to a situation where he can really have Hurts available when he needs them and not alienate him. My second quick takeaway, Ken, was that as much as I love Lawrence and what he came in and did on the first pass at Texas A&M, Dabo's always been a guy that's gone experience. I mean, this is a guy at the beginning, it sounds silly, but this is a guy at the beginning when Cole Stout and Deshaun Watson were standing at the same starting line, he started Cole Stout. And then he eventually played Deshaun Watson. And I think if you watch that game Saturday night, as great as Trevor Lawrence looked and his day is coming, when it got down to the second half and the field got short and the drives and the stakes got huge, he put Kelly Bryant out there. I know people are just wondering when are they going to move Kelly Bryant out to bring Trevor Lawrence in. But to me, if you sat behind the most transcendent player in the history of the program for two years, and then in your first year in charge, after sitting for two, you led your team to the college football playoff. I'm not sure what much more you could possibly do to get in the good graces of your coaches. So I like the one-two back and forth, get both guys going, keep defenses on their toes, never know which guy's coming in. But I don't think it was any coincidence that when it got real tight and real big in front of 100, 400, 5,000 people mm-hmm. out there Saturday night on ESPN, Dabo went with a guy that had a little more experience, and he's always kind of done that. Zubin, 30 seconds left. Kyler Murray comes to our state coming up this weekend with Oklahoma. What are Iowa State fans going to see about the newest quarterback for the Sooners? Well, I think it, it all matters on what you believe about in terms of revenge games. And I don't know if that's a thing. For some people, I think it is. I think for Oklahoma, it certainly will be. The Rodney Anderson thing obviously mitigates things that's a ton. A blow. But I think the biggest thing, oh, yeah. But the biggest thing I would say is obviously Kyler's great. But keep in mind how well Oklahoma's defenses look this year. Mm-hmm. Spectacular. In years past, they haven't. And their special team uh, is now coached by Shane Beamer. And obviously, you know the Beamer thing. So I think the offense gets the headlines, Trent. But they finally have a defense, and their special teams looks excellent this week and this year, too. Could be a long day for the Cyclones. Mm. Zubin, uh, we wish we had more time. We will talk to you next week, if not before. Thank you, Zubin Mahente. Okay, guys, thanks. Yep, good to talk to you. Zubin Mahente. ESPN checking in. I think his points were right on in both cases, don't you, NFL-wise? Yes, yes. And what about the signal stealing? No, I, did, the, I didn't see that. Yeah, one. the Lions said they're stealing our signals. The Lions said that? Yeah. yeah. Really? It's a good excuse. That was what they came up with after that. Well, maybe they need to make a call to Matt Campbell and get those uh, big tarps that they like to did throw you, up. Did you have a good view of those? And yeah, did, yeah. Were they, was Wilson Toyota actually? Yes. Oh, 
Uh, anyhow, oh boy. Uh, we'll come back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until 2, 1700 KBGG. Home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place in downtown Des Moines. Ladies, don't miss our Friday night kickoff dinner, Women in Whiskey, featuring a five-course dinner, whiskey pairings, and great entertainment. Women in Whiskey proudly benefits our amazing sponsor, Susan G. Komen. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. Remember when you couldn't order a ride at the press of a button? Or get online without hearing this... Or get Domino's delivered to over 150,000 unexpected outdoor locations. Wait, what? Introducing Domino's Hotspots. You can finally get pizza delivered right to the beach, the quad, or the dog park. Not at home? Not a problem. Find a Domino's Hotspot near you and get two medium, two-topping pizzas delivered for $5.99 each. Two item minimum handmade pan pizzas will be extra asked for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Restrictions apply. Visit Domino's.com for details on Domino's Hotspots. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. On Saturday, September 29th, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Iowa, will be holding its 12th annual walk. Proceeds from this event will support NAMI's education programs. It will also support services for individuals living with mental health conditions and their loved ones. The walk will be held at Terra Lake Park in Johnston. Check-in begins at 8.30 a.m. The walk will begin at 10 a.m. Walkers can choose between a 5-kilometer or a 1-kilometer route. To register or to learn more, visit namiwalks.org forward slash Iowa. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. 
It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. All right, welcome back. Again, our thanks to Zuba Mehente for chiming in as he does each and every week. Coming up at the 1 o'clock hour, Mitch Sherman, ESPN, will be here. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com, as we take a look at the NFC North, where two teams are unbeaten, two teams are 0-1. Uh, and then we will get our uh, Hawkeye Swarm in here before we leave, just before 2 o'clock with Dr. Fuller. All of our guests appearing on the Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, two locations, 2822 East 29th Street, Des Moines, and 410 H Street Southwest in Altoona. Uh, Trent, I want to talk a little bit of baseball, but let me run this one by you first, because mm-hmm. um, I, I saw there's a... You know, obviously, with the sad passing of Larry Kotler, there's going to be a new person on the mic uh, for Drake Men's Basketball, which, mm-hmm. you know, they'll be playing here uh, within the next six weeks. And there's been no announcement as of yet as to who that's going to be. I just would have assumed that, you know, Chuck Reed does the football. Yeah, yeah. Might bring Chuck in. Rick Silvestrini's been mm-hmm. over there, but I think he's taking a different gig. Um, I think he's, is he selling for the... Yeah, he works for, well, it's not just... It's not Learfield, it's, is it, it's or is I, it? IMG. IMG, And they combined, right. and I don't know if there's a new name for it, if it's Learfield IMG or whatever not it is. Sure. But yeah, that was their part, and now it's all, all kind of under one roof. And I know Rick a little bit. Yeah, you figure... I worked with Rick. In fact, Rick and I, as uh, said early in the program today, were together 17 years ago in the morning right. when, uh, yep. uh, when the planes hit the, the late Bob Dyer, Rick Silvestrini, and myself were on the air at the jock. Um, when when uh, when when it occurred. Anyways, um, so the, I've heard a couple of names, and I want to run them by you as to neither of one, neither of which, rather, to my knowledge, has any play-by-play experience. Now I get why Brian Harden, or whoever it is that's ultimately going to make the decision, is uh, at least kicking the tire on tires on these two guys because of the publicity, I guess, that would surround their hire, knowing that they've got, um, you know. Microphones and they they they're well known and it just wouldn't be they they'll have an opportunity you know to be the face and it's a recognizable one mm-hmm. and the first name that uh, that I heard and I don't know if Andy Garman would be interested because that was yeah. the first name look Andy was really good to Drake over the years mm-hmm. KCCI when he was the sports director over there uh, seemingly um, Andy had a relationship and if you follow his Twitter that he was. You know, led into some stories maybe before some of the other media yes. uh, was was made available to them. And I get that. I mean, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours type mm-hmm. of thing. And that's how it works. Um, but apparently Andy Garman was one of the guys that was very high on their list. He's no longer at KCCI. He's still a very uh, well-known uh, figure in the market. But I don't think he's done play-by-play. Do you know? I can't think of anything that he's done, and I've told you before, I knew him when he was in Eastern Iowa at KGAN in Cedar Rapids, and Mm -hmm. I don't think there was any opportunities there, so nothing that I could think of. Would he be able to do the job? Well, he went to Wickstead Pope, which is like a public relations firm, I think. Yes. I mean, it's significant. You're on a bus. If you've got a Wednesday game in the Valley, you're leaving Tuesday. You're not getting back until Thursday, I would Mm -hmm. think. Um, so I, I don't know what his work... Peoria in February is not for lovers. Oh, it's not for anybody, Trent. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But I, I don't know if that would be something that uh, you know that he'd be able to manage with his with his new gig or not. The other name I heard in this well, and would, Andy wanted to spend more time with the family. That's a great point. And does that uh, accomplish that? No. Right. But we've seen guys transfer out of schools because they want to be closer to home, mm-hmm. and most times end up way further away from home than they were from the original school. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not saying that Andy Garman used that as an excuse to get away from TV. I believe that's absolutely one hundred percent legit. He was sick of spending nights. Away away from the family now he gets to tuck his kids in Mm -hmm. good for him and his wife the other name makes more sense because he's um he works at who tv in their sports department Mm -hmm. is by far and away the most popular sports on television uh in this market no offense to eight or five uh it's true i mean who is i mean keith murphy's there for crying out loud right right? wherever keith was he would be they would have the most popular sports department. He's the Pope. He of, is. It's true. Of, of Central Iowa TV sports. Yeah, just... there's, there's no question about it. Yeah. So, and, and the name that, I, that apparently that um, they're going after is Michael Admire. Huh. Who's a young guy. Yes. Um, I don't know if he's done play-by-play, but I get the connection because, you know, if, if – um, if I'm Brian Harden, I want A, somebody that the public knows, B, that somebody that's got a, you know, is Admire on sound off? I know Sears is. Is he? I don't not, know. Not, no, I mean, maybe as in a fill in, but not, okay. not weekly or anything like but, that. But to, to tune in is Saturday or uh, the weekend uh, sports on TV, and mm-hmm. there's the voice of Drake Men's Basketball doing that. Uh, you, you get a little added value sure. if you find a guy in, that has a gig like that, yes. right? Um so those are the two names that apparently have been either a offered or they are pursuing to to make him that uh, to make him their guy. Um, I would have thought Chuck Reed was going to get it. He does football, right? I don't know if Chuck's schedule would allow him because he sells radio advertising down the dial oh, okay. on a station that does not or on a cluster that does not carry Drake men's basketball. Sure. Yep. Um, Conflict but, of interest kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. kind of yeah. thing. But you know what the Larry was doing mornings and doing Drake yeah, basketball yeah. on a different station. Sure. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I don't know. Any of those two names, does Admire make more sense than Garmin? I, I think so, just because he's he's in that realm. My my question would be, is Michael Admire here for the next 30 years? Yeah, great question. I, I he's think, blocked, Trent. Yeah, he's... John Sears is, John the, Sears is the next in line. Yeah. Yes, that's a great point. Never he's thought the, of that. And I don't think Admire is going to be the number three for however long Keith is here, and then mm-hmm. the number two after that. Because Murphy's got what left? Ten years? You think he's yeah. probably early fifties? I think maybe around fifty. He probably. I think he, now he, if he wanted. Well, of course. Well, he's got a lot. Of, he's got a lot of kids. Oh, a lot true. of young yeah, kids. Yeah, as he does. Um, <laughs> so he's probably got ten years yeah. left on TV. Admire's probably late twenties. Yeah, yeah, he's right in that range. He's uh, he's getting married pretty soon, I think. Speak- um, I've seen some stuff on Twitter about that. Speaking of Admire, do you know? Um, in fact, I don't know him at all. Really nice guy. I've met him a couple of times out and about, you know, high school events and things like that. So I'm at an iCubs game. He was sitting in front of us with mm-hmm. his dog. It was dog night, and Ellen okay. was playing with him. Really, really nice guy. I really enjoyed our conversations that we've had. But he was apparently an unbelievable athlete. Was unbelievable. he? Unbelievable. Down in Kansas City. Okay. Played, I think, in a playoff game, Josh Freeman. Really? Josh Freeman played him both, at, I think, in football and basketball. So he's Josh Freeman's age then. Yeah. So he is all of 30. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Keith was the one that told me, I'll play Josh Freeman. Uh, I'm not sure I buy that. But regardless. Right. Held his own? Held his own against Josh Freeman. That's okay. pretty good. Yeah, I thought I'll say. Because I, first time I met him, you don't think unbelievable athlete. 
but I've been told by multiple people, great athlete. Well, good for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so from Kansas City, I wonder if he aspires to go back there. Well, that's another question. Yeah. You have to wonder. Because I don't think you'd want to give this gig to a guy that's, you know, a short timer. Well, you know, there is a, a guy in his 30s that does not plan to leave. No, would you stop years. us? You're busy. <laughs> who's going who's gonna to do, uh, who's going to work with me when you're on the road? Well, we could take an ISDN along yeah, with Yeah, I guess it. we could do that. My, so you haven't been. My have, DMs are open. Have you, have you thrown your hat in the ring? No, no, not at all. I wonder who else has. Because I don't think Garmin or Admire applied. I think they. What I was told is they reached out to them. Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think Andy would be great in that role. I, mean, I just don't see if he wants to do that. I, that's like you said. He left. He left KCCI because he wanted to spend more time with the with the family. November and it's only it's it's yeah February. it's not like you're asking for the year round gig sure. and half the games are at home but and it's not like being a voice of Iowa Iowa State where you got the circuit that you're out excellent you're point all over the place you're right. across the state for right. a month in May yep. or, it's not that way with mm-hmm. Drake either it, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot tighter mm-hmm. it's those thirty games what fourteen of them on the road MVC tournament. Maybe a CIT trip out in Boise or yeah, Maybe. Like that. I would like to think that it'll be longer than a one-night stay in St. Louis one right. of these years for the for the doggies. So we'll see. All right, let's uh we'll we'll leave that. A couple of minutes on baseball. Mm-hmm. Because after all, Trent, it is baseball <laughs> night the, tonight and tomorrow night. Tuesdays and Wednesdays are for baseball. And Tuesdays and Wednesdays for baseball. Didn't Mitch Alba or Mitch Lupica write a book about that or something? That was Tuesdays with Maury. That's what it was. Close. Uh, <laughs> or not. <laughs> um, so the Brewers uh, begin play tonight, one game back. Here's the situation. Brewers win tonight. They're tied with the Cubs. Yeah. They're tied with the Cubs. Tied with the Cubs with 17 to go, 16 to go right in that range? Somewhere around there. You know what? Let me take a look at the Brewers' schedule. Oh, that's a good one. We have not we've done looked that. At the, we've looked at the Cubs. We yeah. know that the uh, the Cubs get to stay home for the final nine days. Mm-hmm. So here's the final. Th- well, let's just go through this. Uh, two more with the Cubs. Then they've got, they go, come home to face Pittsburgh for three. Home to face Say Home for Cincinnati for three. So... I mean, Cincinnati's got a pulse. Got to give them that. Mm-hmm. They go to Pittsburgh for three, to St. Louis for three before hosting the hapless Detroit Tigers mm-hmm. to end out the season. Interleague play, Detroit in your building in a pennant race. How sweet is that? Can't sign up for much better than oh that. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? If you could pick a team to come in, that would be, well, maybe it would be the Baltimore Orioles. Right. But if you can't get them, Detroit would maybe be uh, amongst the next. This, what, what, what I guess where I'm getting here, at Trent, is this is going to be a race right to the end, I think. I really and truly do. This We saw um, the bullpen last night. Cy Miley was his usual. Since he's gone over there, he's been unbelievable. Cy Miley. <laughs> he's a different pitcher. <laughs> this is the Wade Miley we used to watch with the O's. Not at all. He's he had like a year six that year. Yes. He's Cy Miley when, he, when he's on the bump against the Cubs, who's ever pitching. Um, so big spot tonight. Look, I yeah. can't tell you uh, enough how pumped I am about these next two nights. It's There's no football to get in the way. This is going to be pitch one to pitch whatever uh, to the final out in the ninth inning for me both tonight and tomorrow night. So I was uh, watching, as I do during Cubs-Brewers games, the Brewers broadcast. Because it's, it's good. And NBA. that's not better than the Cubs. It's it's good. It's really good. I really enjoy Brian. Anderson. I do too. Schroeder cracks me up. But so uh, the Burns kid comes in after Cy Miley. Yeah, visits, and they're talking about. See, him. I missed him. I I was back on football for his. I saw all of haters. Yes. Which oh, oh my god. 
he uh, they were talking about him. He's a guy that's going to be a starter going forward after okay. this year. But is he the tall kid? Yes, yes. he is. I saw him Glasses. pitch the last time. Yes, I know the kid you mean. Hits ninety seven. Yeah, the righty. Yep. They uh, he, they are hopeful. You know, we've talked about why haven't they done more to help that mm-hmm. pitching staff. Well, this is part of it, and he's kind of the so first. He's the guy. He's huh? the guy, and and Schroeder was talking about this guy has the stuff to be a number one, I mean, really ace type stuff. So he was in there. I'm like, eh, let's see, left one out against Javi. Mm-hmm. Javi jammed himself basically to fly out to right field. He's really good though, and now, and and I've talked about this a lot. This is why the Brewers are so. Even if the Cubs hold on, but they play the Brewers in the DS. Which they will. You don't want to see this team. No. All they need, four innings out of their starter. Uh-huh. And then I mean, turn two, it over. Two times through the order. Mm-hmm. And then you get into that bullpen, which is ridiculous. And, and we saw Hader last night. He's trendy. He's pitched two innings. He struck out six guys. Threw 24 pitches. Six strikeouts. Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> so, you know, I say which they will. Is there? There's still a chance. I mean... I think right now the Cubs have the best record in baseball, but not by much. As we Milwaukee's right there, the Cardinals are right behind them. Uh, the Braves lead the uh, lead the East. They're eighty and sixty four. Rockies have a one and a half game lead out west. So it's not a foregone conclusion that the Cubs would get the wild card winner. But I hate the phrase, but we're getting. I think we're close enough to use it. Yeah. If the season ended today, uh, that's, that's where we'd be, be at. Yeah, and I'm with you. I, I, if you're a Cubs fan, you don't want to see the Brewers. You know, that's the last team you want to see, I think. Hater with the days off can give you not just two, maybe mm. three. Mm. You got Jeffries at the back end of it, mm-hmm. all the other arms that they have there. Mm-hmm. Now they got this new kid. And just mm. that bullpen is ridiculous. It's starter, get us through the order twice. Yeah. Get us through twice, we'll turn it over there. And we know they got enough offense. It's a scary team, and especially a tight series, where anything can happen over a five-game series. Be a couple with the way Milwaukee is mm. built. I think that's the scariest team in the National League for the Cubs. Even if the Dodgers would get in, I think this Brewers team is scarier just because of the way they're built. Dodgers don't have, I mean, their bullpen isn't good in general. And now they got Kenley Jansen. Are, what are they going to get out of him? He's got the heart condition. Yeah. What, two different times now he's yeah. been sent home? Twice, yeah. It's, yep. I think the Brewers are the scariest team in the National League. For is them. there a chance, uh, as we look forward to the end of the regular season for the Cubs, I mean, is there a chance... Could they possibly fall to a the road wild card team? St. Louis spends the final weekend of the regular season at Wrigley, three game set. I Means it's a, do the Cardinals come in with a if we sweep them we host on Tuesday mentality? Yeah. Do you think they could be? I mean, obviously they would if they're in that if that's feasible to happen. Is it though? Let's see. Well, it'd be the Cardinals then overtaking. I mean, it's, the Cardinals overtaking the Cubs. It's, it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's it's a bad week. A yeah. bad week, you go one and six, and uh-oh. Cubs down the stretch, Trent. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Cardinals, Pirates before that, White Sox, not going to be easy. We no. are out of time for the first hour of the program. We're jam-packed in hour number two. Mitch Sherman is here from ESPN. We'll talk college football with Mitch. Tim Yotter, VikingUpdate.com is here. We will talk Minnesota Vikings in the NFC North with Tim Yotter. And then uh, the Hawkeye Swarm coming up with Doc Fuller. Uh, He will take us to the end of the program. Trent and I are here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG.